Hi, I'm Lily. I'm Daisy. I'm Gage. I'm Sarah. I'm Kathleen. And this is the, the blurb. Po- the, po- the blurb. The blurb. <laughs> the blurb. <laughs> so the blurb of the podcast. It's Great the blurb. Job, Lily. It's both. <laughs> the blurb is like a separate dimension. Hey guys, we got a ghost over the there. Ass. The door is slowly opening. So this week we talked about the podcast. Yeah, we, yeah, we talked about the, the podcast. The, the musical um, Into the Woods. Very fun musical. Matthew thought it was 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Love how we just jump right into that subject. I'm actually the stage manager for Into the Woods, and like hearing all the interviews was so interesting. Giving one of the interviews was extremely interesting. All of the cast is just an excited group of people to be around, like every single one of them. You sure about that? Th- Other than Gage. There you go. <laughs> I think this was, uh, like, the best interview so far. They were very engaged and, like, comfortable, I think. People don't interview theater kids, so they're always just extremely excited to get any attention from people outside of theater kids. The way you just said that. The mic on them is just like, ooh, I'm on camera, time to get famous. Oh, yeah, they start dancing, start singing. It's crazy. Well, we're the musical, so we kind of do that. Just a they, little. They do that whenever it's, you know not musical that's fair good point made yeah um i interviewed mr c and so my favorite part of that interview was like hearing this is not his first musical he's worked on both tech and been acting like he is extremely great with all of his students like he forms great relationships with them all hail lewis codling (laughs) and like he is extremely excited to see how this one turns out because he has such a big cast and we the whole cast just gets along really well or at least they pretend to i think i'm gonna come see it just because of this interview you know exactly like they're so excited to do everything and so whenever they act they put their whole heart and soul into it it's exciting to watch some people are just honestly just like their characters it's pretty crazy. Matthew <laughs> said that the only difference between him and his character was that he couldn't bake. And the baker probably knows what year it is. Yet, I have yeah. seen yeah. Matthew just about eat a whole loaf of bread before my eyes one time, saying uh, how much he loved bread. It was it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to go into the details, except for Matthew sitting there eating bread. We should have, like, a bake-off with them. Oh, yeah. No, we definitely yeah. should. That would be terrifying. Uh, Anyways, um, I interviewed the two villains. Um, it was kind of interesting. Probably because you see the villains literally all the time. The villains are, like, especially the witch, is in just about every part of the musical. She's kind of the reason a lot of problems happen, gotta be honest. I have six um, the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, we talked about what it's like being a theater kid here at Lafayette. And honestly, a lot of people don't even know about, like, the theater program and that it even exists but i think this is a super cool musical and a super cool opportunity for like people to find out about it and like what inspired people to start like loving musicals and stuff and how people like even in high school how you can just start loving the thing of the theater and i feel like a lot of it is kind of just putting your personality into it and like really becoming your character something tells me you want to be part of this musical um I'm the person that mops the floor in between the acts. Wait, really? Yes. Oh, no, no, I'm actually not. <laughs> no, we need that to happen. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. Between, between scenes, you should just mop up yeah. the blood of the wolf. I could just see somebody you putting a mole on my face and making me looking like a janitor. Dump it. Throws like different five different musicals in with make, it. We should yeah. make the stage manager squeegee the, the, the suds off too. Shut up. <laughs> I refuse. 
I will be sitting in the audience laughing at you. Because you're going to be I wearing... throw like a tomato. Oh my god, I should. No, well, my favorite part of the musical is whenever I'm, uh, I'm at work at like 3 o'clock and just get a message like, Hey, you have practice today. And I'm like, whoops. And then book it across town. That that's did happen. I did that to him. Uh-huh. Like last week. I think that's happened to a lot of people. It happened to Cadence. She didn't show up. And so I Snapchat her like five times. I was like, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Her car battery was dead. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, I can't make it. And I was like, it's okay. Just, it's fine. So, I have a question. In the actual musical, um, I think Cinderella's Prince is played by, like, the wolf and the Cin- and Cinderella's Prince have the same actors. That's not No, that's this. that's not true. Okay. For this, at least. Everybody has their own part. I don't think there's anybody oh, playing two fast. different parts. Are you talking about the uh, the original Broadway musical? Are you talking about the the movie? Yeah, the original. Okay, then I don't know about the original. Uh, that would be some weird... Uh, but I just thought it was though. interesting, though, because the prince and the wolf are, like, is essentially the same person. I think about that, except for the fact that... Uh, never mind. Okay, so... <laughs> I don't know. I, I get along with Thomas. I like Thomas. He's cool. But... Cinderella's Prince you're talking about? That's Never Luke. Mind. That's Luke. Yeah. No, <laughs> I get along with Luke a lot better. Never mind. So, <laughs> Same Matthew person. and Abby haven't actually read through the entire script. I don't think anyone I'm has. aware of. I don't think like, anyone when has. When does that happen when you actually, like, do you read through the entire thing and how many times? Or, like, do you just kind of be like, yeah, I, I sort of know it. The, the lateral option, actually. The lateral option? Yeah. I think it's just the latter. I mean, y'all just about, whenever y'all were doing, like, y'all's read, the, the cast read or whatever, y'all almost went through the whole thing. I can't remember what part y'all got. Y'all had, like... We got do you almost ever, through act two. Do you ever read it on your own, though? No. Okay. No, most actors just read through their scenes, the, like, the end of the scene before and then the beginning of the scene after, so that way they know when to come on, where to go, what's happening before, what's happening next. Because, okay. Like, I don't know, it's just not what I would do. Okay, well... You would read through the entire thing? You would learn everybody's parts for them? I would read the entire thing multiple times. In all honesty, I don't even know how the musical ends. Have you read the entire thing? Have you seen how big the book is? Have you you seen... Um, okay, so as stage manager, I go to every rehearsal. I... I watch them. I write down their blocking. I have not read through any of the musical, except for the scenes that I have gone through. I've watched the movie... Not all the way through, though, because I got bored. Same. I got I got bored around act the end of Act 1. <laughs> you know, whenever they start hunting, or whenever the uh, the giant's wife comes in was about the time that I was like, yeah. I got, I got bored after Agony. <laughs> ah, yeah, I got a little bit farther than you did. Yeah. But Agony's a cool part, though. But I do give lines. Like, if they decide to go off book at the end... And they don't remember. I give three words of their next li- of the line that they're supposed to be on, and you know, mm-hmm. and then they if they usually get it after that. But if they don't, they just give up and pick up their script again. Has any have, like have any of you been to see like a college performance or like a professional? Yes, I saw Annie. I've seen yeah, I've seen Annie, and then most of what I've seen are uh, like musical performance, like not musicals, but like. I've seen a bunch of performances put on in, like, like symphonies and stuff like that of musicals. Mm-hmm. I've seen operas before, but I've, I don't think I've ever seen a Broadway musical put on. Yeah, I've never uh, seen a Broadway, but my parents both worked in the theater department, so I was for, there for, like, a lot of rehearsals and stuff. And it was really neat to see how the show developed versus, like, like the rehearsal versus the actual performance, you know? Us. It's crazy. 
And high school actors are very different from college actors, and college actors are very different from professional actors. Yeah, I remember I saw Wizard of Oz, and it was like, it was at, I don't even remember where it was, but it was at some humongous, like, thing, like, I was almost in, like, what you would say is, like, the nosebleeds of a concert, it was so big, and it was, like, probably one of the best performances I've seen, because, like, they really well were well with, like, making some of it just an ordinary background, and some of it, like, some of it was projected, and then other stuff was actually on the stage, and I think they evened it out very well, because sometimes musicals, they have too many sets, and not, like, enough of just projected, and then some people just only have projections, and then they don't have any sets, so, like, some people who are very visual could not tell, like, what was going on, you know? Oh, yeah, like, uh, Cass and I had a very different experience whenever we went to go watch Oxford's uh, rendition of Spongebob the Musical. Oh, boy. Uh, which was a fantastic musical. Uh, would have watched it again. That was on Broadway, wasn't it? That was on Broadway. The the a relatively new musical. I think it came out within the past five years. I think my dad designed some of the set for that. Very awesome. Yeah, Daisy, you're so cool. You are Thank cool. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like a farm girl that like has never left town. When I hear stories yeah. of her, I'm like, I really I am just in my York. bubble. And then her parents worked in theater. And how made the sets for Broadway. Like, that's just... That's, that's fantastic. Yeah, it was cool. And um, she gives tattoos. I, no, <laughs> I give tattoos Ooh, we should only that to end. Lily Mae, though. But, uh, like, with the, the SpongeBob musical, uh, they did what a lot of, like, I guess, off-Broadway musicals do, which is their only main set piece is a catwalk. And it made me mad. A lot of their set pieces were uh, up in the wings, like up in the the top catwalk, and they would lower them down for uh, certain parts. Whereas our musical, everything is you know you know board and nail. Yeah. Like we had to uh, build every set piece, and everything is you know three dimensional. Where all of theirs are no thicker than two inches hmm. that they would stand behind or just be near for the set piece. And there's like times like it would take me a minute to figure out what they were doing or what was going on. Like one time, at one point, there's like some, I think SpongeBob and like Patrick were doing a bubble bath or something in it. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I could not figure out what was going on. All I heard were bubble noises because they were just sitting on the ground. <laughs> and I was like, what is going on? And then I was like, oh, they're taking a bubble bath because I like the bubbles on the projection. And I was like, see, there, they should have actually had like something there because like, uh, I couldn't have been the only one that was kind of confused. And I don't know what it is. I like musicals with set pieces. I feel like it's more personality more to it. More, more, like, I love the more realistic to it. They did have a set, they had a skateboard. One, one skateboard. A skate. I don't think we were supposed to, you we weren't supposed to see it as a skateboard. You're supposed to see it as Gary. It was a skateboard. I know it was. I think everybody knew it's a skateboard. <laughs> have you seen Hamilton? Like, have it, everybody Oh, I love Hamilton. I saw I, it I in Chicago, same, yeah. and it was amazing. Like, yeah. one of the best things I've ever seen. I think the first time we watched it was on an iPad, because we didn't have the high-speed internet, because they were still putting that in. So we watched it on an iPad in our house that we were renovating. And so we were, like, sitting on an air mattress, just kind of, like, watching it. I bet that was a fun experience. That It, it was <laughs> so good, though. I, I really like Disney Plus's version of, uh, of Hamilton. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I want to convince my history teacher to let us watch it, or at least the first half. Who's your history teacher? Mr. Anderson. Mm, I maybe. I don't know. I was like, I was like, if it's my history teacher, I know for sure he would not put it on. Yeah. Even though I do like some of this, I liked. Uh, Vic, he put he put on like the Victoria show, and I know my sister and mom watched the whole thing, which means it had to be interesting because my mom rarely watches I fell TV. Asleep whenever he put that on last year. 
I feel like you probably mind. fell asleep every time a teacher puts a video on. You yep. could, you're one of those, aren't you? Oh, no. <laughs> um, so who teaches y'all to build the um, sets? Moses. Moses. Our, he is an angel sent from heaven. He is amazing. Moses has been around since before Miss Martin, which was the. Uh, I do not know that reference. She was oh, the sorry, Miss Miss Martin was the, the theater. drama teacher, the okay. theater teacher before this. Uh, Lily May and I had that class together. Yeah. When I was in eighth grade, she was in sixth grade. That's where Lily May and I met. But yeah, we've been friends for that long. And then Miss Martin. Uh, we we don't know the actual reason. Yeah, so for one reason or another, she left halfway through the year. No, well, it was toward the end. It was in the middle. Oh. We did Secret Santa the same day that she left. They're honestly so much fun. Okay, I mean, like I've only been to one because the other one I had a tennis She's tennis about match. Saturday work days. Yes. For the because <laughs> I get nervous. Even though I could have swore he sent out an email and he did, but um, they're honestly so much fun. They they can be very chaotic because it's very scary having little seventh grade middle schoolers holding tools. And power sawing tools. the power, yes, power tools. It's terrifying. Grader running the literal heck out of a like buzz saw. I don't know where he learned, but I was just gonna let him do it because he was doing it right. <laughs> so it's like, scary. I, I sat, I cleaned a closet for three hours straight. I did I get, I did get yelled at a couple times saying that I was messing up his organized method, Moses' method, even though. I kind of, I, I literally organized. I was like, these are like the stuff for tools. This is for painting. This is for the costumes. I like, think sometimes people's organized method is, I'm going to throw this here and I'm going to remember where it was. That's, yes, that's that, that, is, that is literally me. That is some some teachers. Sometimes me. I could drop a paperclip on the ground like a year ago, and be like, hey, I need a paperclip, and then look under my desk and be like, there yes. it is. I can set something down in like three seconds. Literally three seconds. I cannot remember where it is. Same. I can also do that. Crazy. <laughs> whenever I'm looking for my keys, and I hold my keys under my phone when I'm walking into the house, so whenever I set it on my bed, I'll uh, be like, where are my keys? And then like, oh wait, and I go grab my phone, boom, keys, every single time. Thank you for listening to the blurb. I know we went on like 30 different parts of musical knowns, but oh yeah, we're here. You should continue listening to the podcast though, because and, and you also interviews. need to watch Hamilton. Come to Into the Woods. Yes. What, what, yes. what date is it? Uh, May 13th, 2022, not 2023. Yeah, yes. Matthew. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm Daisy. I'm Brenna. I'm Lily. I'm Castlin. And, and this, this is, is The Anchor. Anchor. Hi, I'm Lily. I'm Daisy. I'm Gage. I'm Sarah. I'm Castlin. And this is the, the blurb. Po- the, po- the blurb. The blurb. <laughs> the, blurb. the blurb. So the blurb or the podcast? It's Great the blurb. Job, it's both. The blurb is like a separate dimension. Hey guys, we got a ghost over the there. House. The door is slowly opening. So this week we talked about the podcast. Yeah, we, yeah, we talked about the podcast. The, the musical um, Into the Woods. Very fun musical. Matthew thought it was 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Love how we just jump right into that subject. I'm actually the stage manager for Into the Woods and like hearing all the interviews was so interesting giving one of the interviews was extremely interesting all of the cast is just an excited group of people to be around like every single one of them you sure about that other than gage there you go (laughs) i think this was uh like the best interview so far they were very engaged and like comfortable i think People don't interview theater kids, so they're always just extremely excited to get any attention from people outside of theater kids. The way you just said that. A mic on them is just like, ooh, I'm on camera time to get famous. Oh yeah, they start dancing, start singing. It's crazy. Well, we're the musical, so we kind of do that. Just a little. They do that whenever it's, you know, 
not musical. That's fair. Good point made. Yeah. Um, I interviewed Mr. C, and so my favorite part of that interview was, like, hearing this is not his first musical. He's worked on both tech and been acting. Like, he is extremely great with all of his students. Like, he forms great relationships with them. All hail Lewis Codling. <laughs> and, like... He is extremely excited to see how this one turns out because he has such a big cast, and we, the whole cast just gets along really well, or at least they pretend to. I think I'm going to come see it just because of this interview, you know? Exactly. Like, they're so excited to do everything, and so whenever they act, they put their whole heart and soul into it. Yeah. It's exciting uh, to watch. Some people are just, honestly, just like their characters. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> you said that the only difference between him and his character was that he couldn't bake. And the baker probably knows what year it is. Yet, I have seen yeah. Matthew just about eat a whole loaf of bread before my eyes one time, saying oh. how much he loved bread. It was it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to go into the details, except right. for Matthew sitting have, there eating bread. We should have, like, a bake-off with them. Oh, yeah. No, we definitely yeah. should. That would be terrifying. Anyways, um, I interviewed the two villains. Um, it was kind of interesting. Probably because you see the villains literally all the time. The villains are, all, like, especially the witch, is in just about every part of the musical. She's kind of the reason a lot of problems happen, gotta be honest. I have six um, the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, we talked about what it's like being a theater kid here at Lafayette. And honestly, a lot of people don't even know about, like, the theater program and that it even exists but i think this is a super cool musical and super cool opportunity for like people to find out about it and like what inspired people to start like loving musicals and stuff and how people like even in high school how you can just start loving the thing of theater and i feel like a lot of it is kind of just putting your personality into it and like really becoming your character something tells me you want to be part of this musical um I'm the person that mops the floor in between the acts. Wait, really? Yes. Oh. No, I'm actually not. <laughs> no, we need that to happen. That would be great. Thanks, guys. Between scenes, you should just mop up yeah. the blood of the wolf. I could just see somebody he putting a mole on my face and making me looking like a janitor. Dump it. Throws like different five different musicals in with make, it. We should yeah. make the stage manager squeeze you the, the, the suds off, too. Shut up. <laughs> I refuse. I will be sitting in the audience laughing at you. Because you're going to be I wearing... throw like a tomato. Oh my god, I should. No, well, my favorite part of the musical is whenever I'm uh, I'm at work at like 3 o'clock and just get a message like, hey, you have practice today. And I'm like, whoops, and then book it across town. That that's did happen. I did that to him, uh-huh. like last week. I think that's happened to a lot of people. It happened to Cadence. She didn't show up, and so I snapshotted her like five times. I was like, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Her car battery was dead. Yeah, and she was like, I can't make it. And I was like, it's okay, just... So, I have a question. In the actual musical, um, I think Cinderella's Prince is played by, like, the wolf and, the Cin- and Cinderella's Prince have the same actor. That's not No, that's, that's not true. Okay. For this, at least. Everybody has their own part. I don't think there's anybody oh, playing two different parts. Are you talking about the uh, the original Broadway musical? Are you talking about the, the movie? Yeah, the original. Okay, then I don't know about the original. Uh, that would be some weird... Uh, but I just thought it was interesting, though. though, because the prince and the wolf are, like, is essentially the same person. I like to think about that, except for the fact that, uh, never mind. Okay, so, <laughs> I don't know. I, I get along with Thomas. I like Thomas. He's cool. But Cinderella's Prince you're talking about? That's never Luke. Mind. That's Luke. Yeah, no, <laughs> I get along with Luke a lot better. 
Never mind. So, <laughs> Matthew and Abby haven't actually read through the entire script. I don't think anyone that I'm has. aware of. I don't think like, anyone when has. When does that happen when you actually, like, do you read through the entire thing and how many times? Or, like, do you just kind of be like, yeah, I, I sort of know it. The, se- the lateral option, actually. The lateral option? Yeah. I think it's just the latter. I mean, y'all just about, whenever y'all were doing, like, y'all's read, th- the cast read it or whatever, y'all almost went through the whole thing. I can't remember what part y'all got. Y'all had, like... We got do you almost ever, through Act 2. Do you ever read it on your own, though? No. Okay. No, most actors just read through their scenes, the, like, the end of the scene before and then the beginning of the scene after, so that way they know when to come on, where to go, what's happening before, what's happening next. Because... Okay. Like, I don't know, it's just not what I would do. Okay, well... You would read through the entire thing? You would learn everybody's parts for them? I would read the entire thing multiple times. In all honesty, I don't even know how the musical ends. Have you read the entire thing? Have you seen how big the book is? Have you you seen... Um, okay, so as stage manager, I go to every rehearsal. I I watch them. I write down their blocking. I have not read through any of the musical, except for the scenes that I have gone through. I've watched the movie. Not all the way through, though, because I got bored. Same. I got, I got boarded around act, the end of act one. <laughs> you know, whenever they start hunting, or whenever the, uh, the giant's wife comes in was about the time that I was like, yeah. I got, I got bored after agony. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a little bit farther than you did. Yeah. But, I think it's a cool part, though. But I do give lines. Like, if mm-hmm. they decide to go off book at the end and they don't remember, I give three words of their next li- of the line that they're supposed to be on and, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they, if, they usually get it after that, but if they don't, they just give up and pick up their script again. Has any, have, like, have any of you been to see, like, a college performance or, like, a professional? Yes. I what saw Annie. I've seen, yeah, I've seen Annie. And then most of what I've seen are, uh, like, musical performances. Like, not musicals, but, like, I've seen a bunch of performances put on in, like, like symphonies and stuff like that of musicals. Mm-hmm. I've seen operas before, but I've, I don't think I've ever seen a Broadway musical put on. Yeah, I've never seen a Broadway, but my parents both worked in the theater department, so I was for, there for, like, a lot of rehearsals and stuff. And it was really neat to see how the show developed versus, like... Like, the rehearsal versus the actual performance, you know? Us. It's crazy. And high school actors are very different from college actors, and college actors are very different from professional actors. Yeah, I remember I saw Wizard of Oz, and it was like, it was at, I don't even remember where it was, but it was at some humongous, like, thing, like, I was almost in, like, what you would say is, like, the nosebleeds of a concert, it was so big, and it was, like, probably one of the best performances I've seen, because, like... They really well were well with, like, making some of it just an ordinary background and some of it, like, some of it was projected and then other stuff was actually on the stage. And I think they evened it out very well because sometimes musicals, they have too many sets and not, like, enough of just projected. And then some people just only have projections and then they don't have any sets. So, like, some people who are very visual could not tell, like, what was going on, you know. Oh, yeah, like, uh, Cass and I had a very different experience whenever we went to go watch Oxford's uh, rendition of Spongebob the Musical. Oh boy. Uh, which was a f- fantastic musical. Uh, Would have watched it again. That was on Broadway, wasn't it? That was on Broadway. The, the, a relatively new musical. I think it came out within the past five years. I think my dad designed some of the set for that. Very awesome. Yeah. Daisy, you're so cool. You are Thank cool. Thank you. 
Daisy's life. I feel like a farm girl that like has never left town. When I hear stories of her, I'm like, I really am just in my bubble. And then her parents worked in theater and helped make the sets for Broadway. Like that's just that's that's fantastic. Yeah, it was cool. And Um, she gives tattoos. I (laughs) I give tattoos. Oh, we should talk Only about that at the to Lily May though, or maybe just cut that out. The, uh, yeah, maybe. we'll cut it out at the beginning, but we do need to talk about that at the end. But uh, like with the, the SpongeBob musical, uh, they did what a lot of like I guess off Broadway musicals do, which is their only main set piece is a catwalk, and it made me mad. Yeah, they do a lot of uh, they a lot of a lot of their set pieces were uh, up in the wings, like up in. The, the top catwalk and they would lower them down for uh, certain parts whereas our musical everything is you know you know board and nail yeah. like we had to uh, build every set piece and everything is you know three-dimensional where all of theirs are no thicker than two inches hmm. that they would stand behind or just be near for the set piece and there's like times like it would take me a minute to figure out what they were doing or what was going on. Like one time, at one point, there's like some, I think SpongeBob and like Patrick were doing a bubble bath or something in it. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I could not figure out what was going on. All I heard were bubble noises because they were just sitting on the ground. <laughs> and I was like, what is going on? And then I was like, oh, they're taking a bubble bath because I like the bubbles on the projection. And I was like, see, there, they should have actually had like something there because like, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't have been the only one that was kind of confused. And I don't know what it is. I like musicals with set pieces. I feel like it's more personality more to it. More realistic. More, like, I love the more realistic have to you, it. They didn't have a set piece, they had a skateboard. Have you, they put one, on. one skateboard. A skate. I don't think we were supposed to, we weren't supposed to see it as a skateboard. You are supposed to see it as Gary. It was a skateboard. I know it was. <laughs> I think everybody knew it was a skateboard. <laughs> Have you seen Hamilton? Like, have it, has everybody Oh, I love Hamilton. I'm yes. watching it on I Disney+. Saw it, Plus. I saw I, it I in Chicago, same, yeah. and it was amazing. Like, yeah. one of the best things I've ever seen. I think the first time we watched it was on an iPad, because we didn't have the high-speed internet, because they were still putting that in. So we watched it on an iPad in our house that we were renovating, and so we were, like, sitting on an air mattress, just kind of, like, watching it. I bet that was a fun experience. That It, it was <laughs> so good, though. I, I really like Disney Plus's version of, uh, of Hamilton. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I want to convince my history teacher to let us watch it, or at least the first half. Who's your history teacher? Hmm? Who's your history teacher? Mr. Anderson? Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I was like, I was like, if it's my history teacher, I, I know for sure he would not put it on. Yeah. yeah. I had him. I Even though I do like some of this, I liked, uh, he put he put on like the Victoria show. And I know my sister and mom watched the whole thing, which means it had to be interesting because my mom rarely watches I TV. I fell asleep whenever you put that on last year. I feel like that you probably have... fell asleep every time a teacher puts a video on. You yep. could, you're one of those, aren't you? Oh no. <laughs> no. Anyways. Um. So who teaches y'all to build the um, sets? Moses. Moses. He is an angel sent mm-hmm. from heaven. He yeah. is amazing. Moses has been around since before Miss Martin. Which was the? Uh, I do not know that reference. Was oh, sorry, Miss Miss Martin was the, the drama teacher, the okay. theater teacher before this. Uh, Lily May and I had that class together. Yeah. When I was in eighth grade, she was in sixth grade. That's where Lily May and I met. But yeah, we've been friends for that long. And then Miss Martin, uh, we we don't know the actual reason. Yeah, so for one reason or another, she left halfway through the year. No, well, it was toward the end. It was more towards the end. It was in the middle. Oh. Because anyway. we did the uh, 
We did Secret Santa the same day that she left. But work day starts back after January. Oh, bet. Okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> They're honestly so much fun. Okay, I mean, like, I've only been to one because the okay, other one so I had a tennis she about tennis Saturday match. Work days. Yes. Because <laughs> I get nervous. Even though I could have swore you sent out an email and he did. But, um,. They're honestly so much fun. They're, they can be very chaotic because it's very scary having little seventh grade middle schoolers holding tools and power sawing tools. the power. Yes, power tools. I it's saw, terrifying. I saw a grader running the literal heck out of a like buzz saw. I don't know where he learned, but I was going to let him do it because he was doing it right. <laughs> so it's like, scary. I I sat. I cleaned a closet for three hours straight. That's. I did get I get I did get yelled at a couple times saying that I was on messing up his organized method method Moses method even though I kind I I literally organized I was like these are like the stuff for tools this is for painting this is for the yeah. costumes I like think sometimes people's organized method is I'm going to throw this here and I'm going to remember where it was that's yes me. That's me. That, that's that, is, that is literally me that is some some teachers sometimes me but like in that's my room, some more I could drop a paperclip on the ground like a year ago and be like, hey, I need a paperclip and then look under my desk and be like, there yes. it is. I can set something down in like three seconds, literally three seconds. I cannot remember where it is. <laughs> Same. I can also do that. I lose my <laughs> but like I can put something like, I'll like hide it up under my bed underneath a box and it's like, there it is, you know? I don't know how that works. <laughs> Crazy. Like, whenever, I, whenever I'm looking for my keys... And I hold my keys under my phone when I'm walking into the house. So I'm going to set it on my bed. I'll uh, be like, where are my keys? And then like, oh, wait. And I go grab my phone. Boom. Keys. Every single time. Thank you for listening to the blurb. I know we went on like 30 different parts of musical knowns. But oh, yeah. we're here. You should continue listening to the podcast, though. Cause and, and you also interviews. need to watch Hamilton. And you Otherwise, also have to come. banned from the podcast. Come to Into the Woods. Yes. What, what, yes. what date is it? Uh, May 13th, 2022, not 2023. Yeah, yes. Matthew. <laughs> um, yeah. Hi, I'm Daisy Noble. In this next segment, I talk to Matthew Vanderwall and Abigail West, the leads for Lafayette's production of Into the Woods. So let's get started. So um, when did you join Lafayette's theater program? Um, I joined in sixth grade when Miss Morton was still the director, and then I quit, and then I joined again in my grade. Uh, I started when I was in eighth grade. Um, was it different at all from how you'd expected it to be? Um, I didn't expect Mr. C to be so cool. He's the best drama teacher ever. I mean, like, I love Miss Morton, but um, I don't know, like, I think we did need, like, a younger person to come in. Miss Morton was great, but... She didn't really let us have like that creative freedom mm-hmm. that we needed. I didn't think, honestly, I didn't think I was going to be crazy into theater when I first joined, but Mr. C actually got me to keep on doing it because he made me feel like I'm good at something. Um, do you think there's anything that makes the members of this class unique from other kids who maybe wouldn't be in the theater program? There's like a stigma, I guess, around theater kids because they're like really weird, and a lot of them are. But, like, they're a good weird. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all just really hyper, and we're just really happy to be here, and we're... We're weird. Insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had you ever heard of Into the Woods before auditioning for it? I saw the movie, and then I researched the play, and 
it was a lot better than the movie. Yeah, the only way I heard of it was the James Corden movie. How many times have you read the script? None. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like completely? Yeah. Like fully through? None. Uh, yeah. How confident do you feel then going into this? Right now? Yeah. We'll be great. I could perform it tomorrow. <laughs> okay, that's good. So, I don't know how much you know about your characters, but could you um, give us a brief description of who they are and anything you feel to be important about the musical? My husband can go first. <laughs> well, the baker loves his wife and is very protective of her. He's very desperate to get a child through any means necessary, including stealing various objects from various people. The baker's wife is not very loyal to her husband, but she attempts. She has her faults, okay? Like, sometimes when men hit on her, she's like, mm, let's see. But she's a really nice, and she really wants a child, and she's really funny. She's likable, so, like me. Um, do you think there's anything else about your character that you find to be like similar to yourself? At times very unsure of himself. I think we're both very like family oriented people. Like not really family, but like I really value relationships mm -hmm. with people like with my friends and family, I guess. And then the bigger's wife also does that. Do you think having a connection to your characters help yourself identify with them and play them more truthfully? Absolutely. Yeah, you can connect with them and like see how they're feeling mm -hmm. when you play them. Do you think there's anything about your character that is the opposite of yourself? Yeah, <laughs> she, um, I'm a lot more loyal, I feel like, than the Baker's wife. She's, she's really starstruck, I guess would be the word. I'm trying to think of other things other than I can't bake. <laughs> <laughs> no. I know some actors, like, they treat their characters like another actual person like a living person do you like do that or is the, are sorry could you like say that one more time do you feel like you're pretending to be somebody or do you feel like you're stepping into an actual like another body sort of thing i think i'll i think i will feel like i'm stepping into another body eventually we've just started the play so obviously it does feel like i'm pretending now and like i like to joke around like when we first got cast i would call matthew hubby every day He's really enjoying this. Yeah. Oh. Feel free to cut that part out, too. Okay, cool. I'll think about it minimally. Like Abigail did say, I feel like once we get later into the process of the play, that we'll actually be more comfortable with our characters mm -hmm. and be able to actually portray them as ourselves at one point. So how do you connect with the characters you're portraying, maybe not just for this um, musical, but for other shows? I mean, in past shows, because this one just started, but like I would like go home and I would sit in my room and I would look in the mirror, which is this is like absolutely like insane, don't do this. And I would just like say the lines to myself like in the mirror, which is weird, but it worked. I mean like it really helped. Okay, so with the last play, um, The Savoti of Those Who Wait, I had this one monologue and Mr. G really helped me read into every single word and the meaning behind each and every single word and why we chose that specific set of words to portray the character. Um, do you do anything else to like prepare for your role and learn more about who your character is, like research or anything like that? Learning what wars 
the plate takes place in. We can learn how to <laughs> bake. We can have like a little baking. I'm cake. not learning how to bake. Okay. Um. <laughs> um. Are there, <laughs> are there any characters or actors in particular that you feel like really worked well together in this? Definitely the uh, stepsisters. Yeah. I think that we do though. I mean like we've, me and Matthew have acted together in every show that we've had since Mr. C came here. Yeah. We've been together, so. I feel like every, the princes definitely have some connection. I don't know how to put it into words, but the stepsisters, the first day um, when we were first auditioning, they immediately had this connection and they played off each other so well that impressed everybody in the room. What do you think is the most challenging moment for you so far? I think, Definitely during our festival shows was probably the like most challenging acting thing that we've had so far because it's so weird because like Like right now in our time period, we don't really have I mean we do have wars happening, but like we Like you know, we're not surrounded by it, you know, and like in the past two festival shows I've had to play someone whose father or husband was in a war and it's really weird to get into that headspace and be like, yeah, they're in the I'm so sorry, what was the question? Well, really, I wanted to know what is the most challenging moment for you in the musical? Oh, yeah. So in musicals, you have to, over, I don't want to say overdo, but exaggerate every action you do instead of keeping it minimalistic. Mr. C has definitely stressed on that point because um, we just got done with the festival show and there's not much crazy overdramatic movements but in the musical it's always like that. Do you ever feel a little weird doing that? A hundred percent. So as it's a musical I assume it requires a lot of singing. Do you think that is one of your strong suits or like one of your weaker areas? Even though I've been in choir for two years I would still say that I'm not a good singer just because like I mean, like, I, like, hear the soundtrack, and I'm like, wow, those people can sing. And then I sing, and I'm like, wow, I can't sing. But One thing I found with this, it's very hard for me to compare myself to the singers from the soundtracks, from live performances, just because, one, they've done, been doing this so much longer than me. And also, I think it's just hard to compare singers in general, but... Definitely singing's kind of one of my strong suits. Music in general is. It's very humbling to like, especially seeing in front of people like your friends. I, I can see that being it's weird. It's terrifying. What moment do you feel is the most moving or meaningful to you in this musical? I think, not to spoil anything, but like at okay. the very end, when everyone comes back, or not everyone, but like, I come back and Matthew's there with our child and I'm singing to him. I think that's really sad and moving, especially because I'm not like there anymore. Sorry, I'm trying not to no, spoil okay. anything. Spoil but like, I don't know if anybody actually listens to the podcast, so. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <great. laughs> that makes me feel a lot better. I'll, I'll listen to it. Um. <laughs> So for me, one of the most moving p 
parts in this musical is when the baker finally realizes it, he can't do this whole story on his own. He needs his wife to help him out to just for life in general. Um, specifically, the song It Takes Two, um, sung by the baker and the wife. Uh, that's probably the most moving part of the whole play for me. Do you find it ironic that she ends up being dead at the end of the thing? Oh, and that she cheats on me. It's okay. It's going to be fine. And that she cheats on me? Absolutely. Super ironic. She is not loyal. I I think it's ironic if I didn't cheat on you. I think you deserve it. Okay. hmm. Well, it works out perfectly, though, because he can get Cinderella and I can be dead. And we're all happy ending. (laughs) <laughs> what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned um, through Into the Woods? Like, it can be like acting, or it can be like a life lesson sort of thing, like through the morals and things. One thing I've learned just in, with plays in general, no matter what you're doing, be confident about it. You could be 100% wrong or right every time, no matter what. You need to have that confidence to back it up. And you, what I've learned through Into the Woods is like, you need other people. Like, you can't do anything alone. Yeah, that's it. Um, so, last question. This musical is a combination of a bunch of fairy tales that have <coughs> their own morals, and it's just them all together into a new story with its kind of own message. Um, what message do you think it's sharing with people? And how do you think that's different from the fairy tales that it originally came from? Probably the... I'm, I'm so sorry to say that question one more time. Um, so, basically, what is the moral of into the woods probably just to so i'm gonna quote one of the songs (laughs) oh my god no one is alone (laughs) and i'm he's feeding you don't drop the beans definitely um but probably that all these stories and uh intertangled intertwined thank you (laughs) all these This is the best interview I've had so far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Especially with the audience, like before I've actually edited anything out. I'm not good at English. I'm so uh, sorry. You know, that really helps with theater. <laughs> All these stories being intertwined it and them realizing each part of the story, I feel like it makes them realize that they're not alone, that there's more than just them out in this world. Um, so where can we come see this, and when? Um, May 13th and 14th in the LMS Auditorium at 7 o'clock. All right. Is there anything you want to add? 2022. 23! <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's 2023! No. No, it's not. It's not. What year is it? It's 2022! <laughs> I've been writing 2023 on all my assignments. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I just almost had water coming out of my neck. Thanks for joining me on the I'm Lily Mae Rawson, and I'm here with director of Into the Woods. Lewis Codling. Um, how long have you been, like, doing theater? 
So I've been doing theater since probably when I was able to speak. I got put into theater at a very young age. Um, I think one of the first shows I was in was The Nutcracker as one of the children on stage, but that was a long time ago. I don't really remember it. Um, how long have you been directing? Directing, I've been directing for about four years besides the years I worked with Summer Scholars, which I'm still working with Summer Scholars, but being the only director has been the last four years while I've been able to work at Lafayette. Out of all the musicals that you've done, which one has been your favorite to, like, read and, like, yeah? Uh, my favorite to read and, like, yeah, was probably either our last musical that we were working on, which was Little Shop of Horrors, or this current one. These are two of my favorite musicals, and it's all dependent on who I have as a cast. Now, this year I have a wonderful set of actors, um, so I'm very excited to be doing the show. This is a big show. It has a lot of roles and about 23 roles, so I was very excited to have that. Well, um, Little Shop of Horrors had a more limited cast, but it had very specific parts that I needed. So you haven't only done musicals. Do you prefer doing the festival shows over musicals? I really do like the festival shows or what are also called straight plays, which means they don't have any music in them or at least no singing in them. I, I love those plays. Those are what my bread and butter is because I'm not primarily a great singer. Uh, it takes me a while to get to get ready with those. I have to practice very hard with uh, singing to be good at it. So I do prefer straight plays. Now with this situation, which I have wonderful actors that can sing and dance and do all this great stuff, it makes it a lot easier on me. Um, so it's a lot of fun. But I would say that I, I enjoy the straight plays or the festival shows more. For this musical, like for the auditioning process, what was the hardest part? The hardest part was so many people came and so many people were great. That the hardest part was figuring out who could not get a role because we had just had such a great amount of people. I mean, so many people could have been cast these parts, and I really had to go with experience and who I thought could nail the role. Um, for this musical, what is your favorite part? My favorite part is being able to work with the students. It's my favorite part of any show. Um, it's just it's a great experience, and it's amazing seeing students that are brand new to theater, being able to get parts, and then people that have done theater for six, eight years, whatever it is, you know. So it's the, the new experience versus the old experience, the graduating seniors, the, the freshmen, the seventh graders, you know, it's just, it's just great. I was asking your favorite part of the show itself, but that also works. What is your favorite part of the show? <laughs> My favorite sh part of the show would probably be uh, the song No One Is Alone. It's fantastic. Um. So what like for rehearsal what is your favorite part of rehearsal my favorite part of rehearsal is either the warm-ups at the very beginning or the very end when we've gone through whatever we're working on and the actors have it memorized they have it with music and they do it perfectly that's that's a really great um great moment for me when they have just nailed the rehearsal that's great so as a director is there anything that like annoys you that actors do or like something about the rehearsal process I, I would say when someone is either being immature wasting my and the other actors time or they're not coming prepared would be the most annoying things are there any shows that you look forward to doing in the future like do you have shows picked out Yes, there are a number of shows. We've been reading uh, a show in my fifth period class called The Crucible, which I'm very excited for. And we've been primarily looking at the first act, which has about 13 characters and a fantastic straight play. And we'd probably be using that for festival next year, which I'm very excited for. Is it hard to pick the musicals that you do? For some reason, it has not been. I see who's in my, my group. I see who's interested in theater. And then I get an idea Some sometime throughout the year and I'm just like this is the show that we need to do um yeah 
what would you say is like the message that Into the Woods is trying to give? Oh, that's a good question. The message that Into the Woods is trying to give is that you cannot accomplish anything by yourself, whatever that is. I think you do need a certain amount of help from other people. And it, it you know, it takes a it takes a village. It takes a village to do a number of things and you should never try to do th- anything alone. Uh, even though you may be amazing and powerful, but you're always going to be better with someone else. Who's your favorite actor? I'm kidding. That was a joke. <laughs> Matt Damon. Okay. Um, in your personal experience, what has been your favorite show to act in, like musical show? Uh, my favorite musical was a musical I probably did my senior year of high school, uh, which was called Anything Goes. Anything Goes is a 1920s play that has tap dancing and Cole Porter songs. Uh, and it was the one of the first times that I got a lead in musical, which I was very excited for. Uh, and I got to do a little accent on stage, and it was fun. Um, what musical, like, have you thought about what musical you're doing next year? I've been thinking about a few musicals. We have a really great cast and a couple of uh, higher classmen, or upper classmen, that are just fantastic at singing. So I'm trying to think about shows that I could base around those, uh, Wizard of Oz, Sound of Music, uh, Adam's Family, anything like that. I'm thinking about those. What about Shrek the Musical? <laughs> I will not be doing Shrek the Musical. <laughs> I've tried to get him to do Shrek the Musical <laughs> since I joined his class, and he won't do it. Um, what is your favorite part about doing te- like the tech work of a musical? Uh, I think my favorite part about doing tech is the moment when everything starts to fall into place. When we bring tech in and they get to see the actors act and then start to create those roles such as the music and the sound and the lights and the projection and just everything coming together. Without the tech, the play is very bare bones and with them it becomes a full figure. So have you ever done tech yourself? I have done tech. I've done tech for a number of shows. Luckily in college I was able to participate both on stage and backstage as part of our curriculum so I got to do time as stage manager and stage crew and a number of other things such as uh, building the sets and then working on costumes and wigs and things of that nature so you know it's it's a it's a great thing yeah what is the most stressful time of the whole musical season I think the most stressful time is probably the week before show uh, leading up to the show uh, that night of the show I am on pins and needles and it's you know hard to eat anything today because I'm just you know I'm excited and I'm worried and I'm just hoping that one thing that sometimes goes wrong does not go wrong and it's just exciting but they usually always nail it so I really have no problem with that Uh, but it is stressful up till then that last week is a lot. Do you prefer doing tech or acting? I prefer acting more that's that's where I was raised and that's what I like to do primarily and that's what I uh I majored in. What college did you go to to major in theater? I went to a number of colleges. I went to four colleges, um, and I started off at Old Miss doing uh, acting as just a major. Yeah, what are the other three? Well, the other three I didn't go for primarily just theater. I went to uh, State for English Education, and then I went to the W to finish up English Education, and then to get a degree in theater education. And then I went to school in Canada for French called Laval. Why Canada? Uh, I was awarded a scholarship, and because Quebec is a French-speaking province, that is the closest place you can go to learn French and be immersive without having to go to France, which is much more expensive. That was very off-topic. Um, <laughs> Canada. For Saturday workdays, how much do you think that we should be getting done? 
think you're getting a great amount done. Um, the person that's in charge, his name is Moses, and he has no doubts about what you've been doing because each, each person that's been coming there, and this is a great amount of people. This is the most we've had on a Saturday, have been working and putting their time in. So he's really not worried about it. So I think I think y'all are all doing a fantastic job. Bye. Goodbye. Hannah Gad Ardrey. And today we're just going to be talking about her involvement in the musical. Miss Gad, how'd you get involved with the upcoming play? Mr. C always asked me to lead the music and I enjoy it. I was involved in musicals in high school, so it's always really fun for me to be able to work with students mm -hmm. learning music and also auditioning students during that process. First time being a part of a musical outlet. No. Um, I helped with Little Shop of Horrors before COVID. Jorian still sings all those songs. Have you seen Into the Woods before you knew it'd be this year's spring musical? Yes, I have seen Into the Woods, the production on stage and the movie. Has that helped you prepare your students for their parts? Yes and no. It's good to know the music beforehand when working with students to make sure they know their parts well. Mm -hmm. But also, no, because each student is different and the way that they choose to play their yeah. characters is a little bit different and it's unique to them. So it's nice to not be boxed in to how one character should be played. The same musical is going to be like different every time? It'll have the same notes and the same words, but different mannerisms for different people. For example, Lily is playing Jack. Mm -hmm. When I saw the production, the Jack was not as expressive as mm -hmm. Lily is. Uh, Jack was also played by a boy, and so yeah. Lily's voice is obviously going to be a little bit higher mm -hmm. than the Jack that I saw. So I hope that gives you an example of what I mean by that. Yeah. Do you give the students a schedule to when they should know their music by? Mr. C makes all of the schedules. Oh. So do you have any specific challenges yet when teaching the music to them? I can't play piano, so that's a challenge. Steven Sondheim loves to modulate between keys within each song. Uh -huh and he doesn't modulate between easy keys, which yeah. would be C, D, G, F. He modulates between the key of B, and he uses the key of A or the key of D flat, and then throws in accidentals in there. So that's pretty difficult. So I rely a lot on playing parts by one hand. Mm -hmm. um, I also rely a lot on the students to learn their music mm -hmm. on their own because I can only teach them notes and rhythms. They're the ones who have to make the music come alive. So you have many students participating in the play this year. Do you set them at a different standard of learning their music or learning their music before the other students? I think, to be fair, each child is set at a different standard, the way that they learn their music. There's a different bar for each person and for each character. For example, if you are someone with less lines, maybe a smaller song than one of the major characters, then the bar is still going to be high for you. My, the bar for my students is always high, but my expectation of it taking longer for a main character versus longer for somebody else with a smaller part is different. So. Um, if you have one song, I'm going to expect you to know it. I'm going to expect you to know it within a month of you having that music. But if you have a lot of songs or speaking parts, I'm going to obviously extend a little bit more grace because you have more to learn than other people. Do you have a specific part of the play that you're most excited to see? Uh, my favorite part is when the baker's wife and the baker are talking about the beans. 
and there's a part where um, Abigail or the baker's wife goes the beans and it's been, <laughs> always been my favorite part there are compilations of that on YouTube that are just super funny to watch because every the, every character every person that plays the character of the baker's wife always has a little bit of a different approach to singing the beans so that's one of my <laughs> favorite parts so how many times have you listened to the Into the Woods soundtrack? Not very much because Stephen Sondheim gives me a headache. There are much better musicals that don't have as much accidentals that I would rather listen to. But also you have to remember that when you teach music, it's important to separate your passion from your profession because I don't really listen to music at all anyway. I listen to podcasts about true crime or NPR. I don't really listen to music at all. So when I do choose to listen to music, it's probably going to be pop punk from the 2000s. Um, but it's probably not going to be a musical. But if I did choose a musical, it probably wouldn't be Into the Woods because when you work on something for so long, you don't want to listen to it. You need a break. Yeah. What, what is that saying? Too much of a good thing is not yeah. a good thing. Have you read through the entire script? No, not in its entirety, but I've read through it in separate bits. Mm -hmm. I also think that's another fun part about working with just the music. There are two sides of any production. So you have the libretto, which is all the words. Um, you also have the music. You also have the stage um, where Mr. C is setting people on stage. You have the dancing, you have the acting aspect. So it's really fun for me to know the overarching synopsis of this play and the themes, mm -hmm. but to be able to work in small pockets instead of having to think about it all at once mm -hmm. because it can be very overwhelming because Into the Woods yeah. has a lot of characters and a lot of themes. Do you have any encouraging words for the actresses or actors that might be nervous about performing on stage? I would say break a leg, but I did that one time. So don't oh, break, a leg. break a leg. I actually broke an ankle. Oh. So don't do not do that. Okay. But whatever happens on stage, leave it on stage and always do your very best. Because when you look back on this experience, you'll realize that you didn't know that you were in the good times until they're gone. So take advantage of every moment you have with your friends and your cast members and your director and enjoy it while you can. So is there anything else you would like to add? Come see Into the Woods. When's the opening? Uh, you don't know. Okay. I couldn't tell you off the, the top of my head right now, Brenna, because you know that I'm a planner, and it's in my planner, and it's not in front of me. So if it's not written down in pen in my planner, I, it, doesn't, it doesn't exist. But it's in my planner on my desk in the classroom. Well, I'd like to thank you for being on the podcast this week. Thanks, Brenna. You're welcome.